Travel Tidbits podcast, hosted by the agents of Pineapple Escapes. Join us as we discuss the latest in travel news, destinations, and tips for the savvy traveler. After all, travel makes life sweeter. Hey, travel friends, and welcome to episode 26 of the Travel Tidbits podcast. I'm Nikki Jackson, one of the travel agents at Pineapple Escapes, and I'm joined this week with Leslie, another one of our fabulous agents, to chat about all things honeymoon related. So we are going to jump right in with our at the core, and we are going to start chatting about when to start planning your honeymoon, where to go, and our top tips. So Leslie, why don't you go ahead and kick us off with when do you think couples should begin the planning of the honeymoon? Okay. So, you know, when you are engaged, you're so excited. You can't wait to start planning this wedding. And you're kind of thinking like, where do you start? So of course, I think, you know, brides and their future husbands should start planning their wedding part first. Of course, you know, you want to get the location and of course have a date and all these things set and try to get that taken care of. But I really think the next thing you need to do is to try to figure out where do you want to go? And if you have a budget and you need to go ahead and nail that stuff down just as soon as possible, really, as much as we plan these honeymoons, we have in any travel for people, we have found that the longer you wait, availability goes away, prices go up. So if you know where you would like to go, if you and your fiance have discussed it and you have already figured out, go ahead, get that booked, speak to a travel agent, get everything lined out. And then that's just one less thing you have to worry about. Plus, it's something really exciting to look forward to. For sure. I almost even say, too, that it's almost like something that needs to be going hand in hand. The moment that Mm -hmm. you have your venue locked in place, that means you have your dates. And the moment you have your venue, that means you're also talking about budget. And so you're talking about what are you wanting to spend on your wedding? So you also need to be having the conversation of what do you want to spend on that honeymoon? In the beginning, you're also looking at wedding coordinators. In the beginning, you also want to be looking at travel agents because there's so many moving parts that, as you just said, there's I've even dealt with there's a lot of brides even grooms that they're like, okay, we got all of our wedding done. We're now like four months away, three months away from our wedding. Now let's start looking at our honeymoon. And they start to become disappointed because they're like, well, wait a minute. You know, I thought this was going to be available or I thought I would have this or wait, it costs how much? And so they're not just mentally prepared for that. So definitely it's something that in the very beginning, if you have the mindset, okay, if your honeymoon is just important to you as your day of your wedding, you want to be doing those both at the same time. And how do you effectively plan two things at the exact same time is you search for that help. So that wedding coordinator the same way that you would look for that travel agent. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I even think about too, one of the things that, um, and I'll mention this more with our tips is the idea of when to go on a honeymoon. So if you, not only when you're planning it, but when should you be going on it? And there's a lot of debate around it. I feel like the stereotypical is you need to leave the very next day after your wedding. And I feel like that's really common. And you talk to some mm-hmm. people that are very hard in that way, that absolutely the day after the wedding, like we're going, that's when we want to do it. But then with essentially with the way that COVID works or even financially, there's a lot of people that also then wait, you know, a few days, maybe it's a few months, maybe it's, you know, past that. What's your thoughts on, you know, when someone should actually go? Okay, so I do have firsthand experience on this because (laughs) my husband and I left the day after for our honeymoon. So it was very rushed. It was very, uh, so we live in a very rural area. So I am about three hours from the nearest 
airport that you're going to fly out of for international flights. So we actually had to leave immediately. We actually left a little bit before our dance was over from our wedding and had to leave so we could head out to the airport. And we didn't even arrive in St. Louis until like, I don't know, two o'clock in the morning or something. And so we got very little sleep that night before we had an early flight that morning. Now we did get married and when my husband was just finishing college. So we had a Thanksgiving break that we got married and had a honeymoon over. So we had to work with time there. We didn't have a lot of choice. And sometimes that is the case with people. You know, sometimes you are working on a, on a time frame and this is what you have and this is, you just have to make that do. And you can, and that is fine. If you have time though to work, I would definitely suggest giving it a day so you are not rushed. That way you have time to get to the airport, you have time to settle, and you just have time to sleep. (laughs) For sure. And one of the things to mention, too, is that a lot of all-inclusives or honeymoon destinations, they even have a time frame around whether it will allow those honeymoon packages. Mm -hmm. So in general, I would say it usually goes anywhere from 30 days to three months around your wedding day. You still qualify for those honeymoon packages. Absolutely. If you move much past that, I have been in scenarios where I've reached out to, you know, the resorts directly and saying, hey, I have a specific couple. They've had to postpone their honeymoon due to XYZ. And sometimes they work with you. But honestly, if you can't go within those first few days after your wedding, you know, try to make it within at least those three months because then you usually Mm -hmm. do get those honeymoon extras, which is a super nice um, thing to have with it. Right. What would you say are some of the more popular honeymoon destinations that you have dealt with? Okay. So I enjoy all inclusives very much. It is my absolute favorite. My favorite destinations and ones that I find more popular, ones that I've booked more honeymoons for are basically just the Caribbean. So, which is where you're going to find all of your major all inclusives. But the most popular place that I have booked would have to be Cancun, Mexico. And for several reasons. I mean, it is one from where I'm located. It is an easy flight. It's a, for most, most of the time, it is a nonstop flight. So that's a big part. And two, it's budget friendly. And three, you just can't beat the beautiful water. There's so many different options around you. You have lots of choices as far as resorts, but you have lots of excursions that you're able to go and do. So it really just makes it a great place. That's where I honeymooned, but it just makes it a really easy and beautiful place to be able to escape to. But there's several, several others that are also amazing all-inclusives that you can go to. And, you know, my suggestion is if you don't make it for your honeymoon, go back for your anniversary. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and with with Cancun, um, as you were even saying too, it is one of your, and one of ours that we recommend for your best budget locations. Yes. Not only that, majority of the U.S. major cities, some of your cheaper flights are going to be to Cancun. And they have yes. some of the most direct flights to Cancun. Mm-hmm. And not only with that, when we say Cancun, there is a large stretch of area there. It's not just yes. like the hotel zone. They have the whole Riviera Maya You can go all the way down to Tulum, which is about an hour and a half or so from the airport. So you really can't escape the whole like stereotypical downtown Cancun. It can really get really beautiful and almost feels as if you're like really in one of those tropical destinations. Yes. The other thing that's really nice about the whole Cancun area is that you can hit just about any price range that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. You have very affordable economical options that go all the way up to high luxury top end options. So it really is just like, the best of all worlds, if you will. I would say I do have most 
couples come to me directly wanting to do into the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. St. Lucia is a really popular destination for many. And not only that, but with St. Lucia, it tends to be on your on your higher end. What And what causes that is usually your flight's there. Really with all of the Caribbean options, you're going to find if you're just looking for accommodations, they can be fairly comparable. But what really then makes that price go up is going to be your flight. Not only with St. Lucia, but you also have longer travel days. So it's going to be a longer travel day there. And then some of the more popular resorts are also going to be about an hour and a half or so from that airport. So these are all things, all questions you'd want to be chatting through whenever you're talking with your future spouse and kind of saying, you know, what do you envision for your honeymoon? Would you want to have maximize your days actually at your location? Or are you okay with, you know, doing longer travel days, essentially losing two days overnight flights, all those different things. There are plenty of ways for us to make that budget work, but there also then has to be give and take when it comes to just like the flight times and stuff like that. Another yeah, and popular desk. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I was just gonna say, I also think too, like whenever you're, you're thinking of your honeymoon, you want to think about like, what do you want to do? Like, are you the type of couple that wants to get out and do all these excursions that's possible? Or are you the type of couple that just wants to chill? Just when you get there, you just want to lay on the beach, you want to relax, you know, maybe you want to hit the spa while you're there. Or maybe, you know, you want to look for a resort that has some of those amenities included in their all-inclusive package. And if that's the case, then, you know, that's maybe one of the things, one of the resorts that you want to be going to instead of a place that maybe doesn't have a lot of those amenities and you need to go off the property. So that's something to keep in mind too. Just, you know, knowing what you want to do when you get there. What type of person are you? Are you the one that's going to get out and explore? Are you the one that's going to sit and relax? So yes. And a big part of that too, I think that also makes a difference then coming back to when exactly you're going on your honeymoon. You know, if you're going the next couple of days or so after your wedding, you guys may be gassed just from yeah. you're finally letting go of all of that planning, all of that, man, we finally mm-hmm. did it. We are we're married. Like this is exciting. And you're going to feel that weight just lifted off of you. And you may just want to chill that whole week. If right. you're going a few weeks, months, whatever past your wedding, yeah, energy is going to be built back up. You're excited. You've been married for a while and you may want to be more active in that sense. Another destination that I get asked about a lot is just in general, the Bahamas. And specifically, Mm -hmm. people are looking for all-inclusives in the Bahamas. And this is always an interesting conversation because the Bahamas, as I see them, they are what I call a solid cruise port. They have phenomenal excursions and activities, beautiful waters, fun things to do, but not necessarily known for their all-inclusives. They do have the most popular hotel that's there, which is Atlantis, which would be a really cool honeymoon spot, but it's Mm -hmm. not all-inclusive. So those are all the things to think about too, is, you know, if you have your mindset on a location and you're like, yes, I want to do all-inclusive, I want to do here. Well, the more we start researching, the more we start talking, it may not be that that perfect fit. So the Bahamas is a a solid cruise spot, solid destination for activities. Not so much if you're looking for that all-inclusive feel. Right. Another one that we hit a lot too is the is Jamaica and the Dominican. This is what I would say it's budget-wise, you can kind of hit similar to Cancun, but sometimes it's going to be a little bit of a step up. There's three main areas that are going to be in the Jamaica area. You're looking at Montego Bay, which is where you fly into, Ochos Rios, which is about an hour and a half from Montego Bay, or Negril, which is also about an hour and a half from Montego Bay. So again, thinking about those times, thinking about the travel distances, what you're wanting. Ocho Rios is very different than Negril, beach versus having those different activities and such. But those are all really popular, all-inclusive, and 
out of the country locations, what would you say are some popular U.S. destinations if you've had any for honeymoon? Okay. So two that I can really think of that are major. If you need to stay within the United States, if you just want to stay domestic, you don't want to travel international, number one would be Hawaii. That is where you're going to get your most tropical, more of your Caribbean feel, but within the United States. Now, it is a very long plane ride. (laughs) It is not a short destination. It is going to take you a while to get there, but you can travel there without a passport. Right now, there are several COVID restrictions or different things that you might have to do to be able to enter Hawaii and to travel there. But that is a very, very, very popular honeymoon destination for lots of clients. Now, it is going to be higher on your price range. It's going to be high in the budget, but most of the time, whenever people go, they're going to go. They're going to stretch the dollar and make it work. Usually, I would see typically about spending 10 days there. But, you know, like I said, that is, you know, sometimes it's not a place that you just would go to often. Hawaii is not usually a place that people travel to frequently. Um, It is a long distance, like I said, and it is more expensive to travel there. But if you are looking something for a little bit cheaper, you can even travel to Florida. Those beaches there are beautiful. Of course, depending on the time of year will depend on the climate. If you can go farther south, the Keys is a beautiful place to be able to travel to as well. So I think either of those, they have both been a popular destination that people want to honeymoon to, but either one of those is great. One's going to be cheaper than the other, but like I said, both are fantastic. Now, <laughs> for for me personally, I have not traveled to Hawaii. It is on my list. We were actually supposed to travel there last year, but COVID had other plans for us, but I have been to all of the other locations that we have just discussed here. And like I said, Cancun would be probably your more budget friendly. And if I had to put them in order, then I would say probably the Dominican and then Jamaica and then St. Lucia would be last. But, and and if I had to compare, I would say St. Lucia in climate wise would be comparable to Hawaii, maybe even a little hotter. So but. to go through your, the list that you just did, was that you doing it by budgets, by your favorites, or what was that list that you just listed off there? That was listed by budget. So Cancun okay. would have been the cheapest, then the Dominican, okay. then Jamaica, and then St. Lucia. For sure. For sure. And even kind of stepping back to Hawaii and in, even doing U.S. destinations, one of the not issue, saying issue is like the wrong, wrong word for that, but one of the roadblocks, I guess you could say that I've ran into with clients when we're talking about honeymoons is if we start looking at prices for all inclusives and Caribbeans and stuff like that, and then let's say COVID or some other reason they change their mind and they're wanting to do a U.S. destination, they are Mm -hmm. almost price shocked at how expensive it is to stay in the U.S. and for what you're getting. So even if you're looking at Hawaii or even just even doing a week in, you know, Florida, by the time we do flights and where you're staying, And then you're saying, wait, I still have to pay for food or activities or drinks. And then you look at the price of an all-inclusive. You're like, well, it's almost a no-brainer then to do the all-inclusive aspect And and I think people don't realize too, like Hawaii doesn't have any all-inclusives. I mean, unless unless you like research, people really probably don't understand and know that. Hawaii, there's no all-inclusives there. All-inclusives are extremely limited. In the United States, I think there's maybe two that I can think of off the top of my head in the United States. And those are located in Florida. But... Hawaii does not have that. So you are really looking at two different things. If you want to go to a place where you can sit back, everything's taken care of, you don't have to pay for anything except maybe leaving a tip, 
then you're looking at an all-inclusive. If that's not a major thing for you, if you maybe aren't going to take advantage of all the free drinks and just multiple snacks and food a day, then then Hawaii is a really a good choice for you. That would yes. be perfect. If you are an adventurer, you want to get out, you want to explore, Hawaii would also be a great choice yes. for you. So yeah, they're really two different things. Yeah. Hawaii, I must gear towards more your active couples. Yes. yes there are, like there's really nice resorts where if you want to pay top dollar, you can definitely sit and you can relax on the beaches right. and they're beautiful. But mm-hmm. for the time it's going to take you to get over there. I mean, even if you live in LA or over on mm-hmm. the you know West coast, the time it's going to take you to get over there and the number of islands that are there, it's almost just like, yeah. man, like there's so much to go do. There's so much to mm-hmm. explore that yeah, you I, hate to sit on the beach. <laughs> yeah. It's almost, and there's and not only that, but there's so many beaches to go yes. explore. So even if you're mm-hmm. just, even if your activity is just, we're going to beach hop all day, like you're still moving and grooving throughout yes. the place. So I, I do, I gear, I gear Hawaii towards the active couples that are definitely wanting to, whether it's island hop or at least just kind of explore different areas. Hawaii, even right now if you're thinking about honeymoons coming up here in the next six months or so, Hawaii is extremely popular to where we are seeing prices just higher than ever. And the whole rental car fiasco, we don't have to get into that too much, but in in general, rental cars are almost triple per day than what they've ever been before. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's it's just a mess. So if you are a person that while you're listening to this, you're like, hey, Hawaii sounds like the place that we want to go, start now. Yes. (laughs) And most likely, yeah. Plan way ahead, look at six months to a year in in advance Mm -hmm. to get those prices that you're wanting to see and and all that. So with that, actually, that kind of leads us into our tips and tricks for honeymoon planning. So we kind of touched on this a little bit, but my number one tip that I tell all my brides from the very beginning is if at all possible, wait 24 hours between when you have your wedding and when you go on your honeymoon, yes. at least, because this mm-hmm. is going to give you 24 hours to wake up and be like, oh my gosh, we're married. Like we did, <laughs> we did the dang thing and just relax <laughs> and enjoy in that moment. Mm-hmm. You also then have a full day to pack specifically for your honeymoon. There are so many things you are trying to pack and get ready for, for your wedding, because you're going to have that hotel stay that night, or you're going to stay yes. with all of your bridesmaids that night. So you're getting all those things ready. So it's going to give you one full day to think fully on your honeymoon and how you can just transition and fully prep for that. If you can't do 24 hours, then my next piece of advice is at least have a flight be no earlier than noon. So again, you have that opportunity to sleep in. You're not leaving your dance early like mm-hmm. what you did, Leslie. Um, yes. You're giving that full thing. My next tip, and I'll let you pass it on to you, is don't overdo that first day. Because again, if you're trying to go directly, even even if it's not directly after your wedding, even if you just had a long flight or whatever, do not plan just really anything on that first day. Get there, enjoy where you're staying, take in your resort, take in your Mm -hmm. hotel. And again, just be like, oh my gosh, we're here. This is exciting. Like this is fabulous. And just have that day to rest. And then you can kind of pick up and start going with what you're doing. Absolutely. It's little things that you'll be tired on. What are some of your tips? All right. So my biggest thing that I tell every person (laughs) that contacts me for a honeymoon is number one, do you have a passport? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. This is like the biggest thing because I mean, sometimes that's one of the last things that we think about. And so that's the number one thing I say is, do you, you and your fiance have a passport? I'm so guilty. Yes. And I'm like, yay. Then that is like off my mind. Like I I worry about that. And if not, then I'm like, stop what you're doing. (laughs) Go online, get the application and start now. 
just because it makes me, it makes me nervous. I would hate for that to be the last thing that we're waiting on. Yeah. I mean, if you're well, not contacting only that, a year in advance, then still, still yeah, go ahead and do it. Yeah. But still, you have time. <laughs> I'm seriously, I kid you not. I think it's, just, it's so embarrassing on my, my part. You think I would have learned it by now. <laughs> I've gotten to the point with at least four different clients of we are right at the point of booking. And so mm-hmm. I send them the information and they see that they have to enter in their passport. They're like, oh, wait, I don't have it. And I'm like, darn it. Why did I not bring this up ahead of time? Like, and that's my own fault. You know, and now I have, I literally have like a sticky note on my desk that says Mm -hmm. ask for passports. Yes. And they do in general, they're taking general, this is, you know, things are different because of COVID and they're going to vary based off where you live as far as postal service and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But we usually say at least three months, Mm -hmm. it's going to take to get that whole process. So that's a fabulous tip. Yes. And so, you know, just from my personal experience, my daughter just received her passport and it did take three months and we did pay to expedite it. So, you know, I think just with the increase in people traveling right now, they are busy processing passports. So, and that's something, you know, we've had fiancés and brides and stuff really question, well, it's in my maiden name. That's okay. That's all right. If you have one and it's in your maiden name, that's fine. You're going to go ahead and we're going to book that trip still in your maiden name. As long as all the documents match, you're good to go. So no stressing about that. But I just really... That's my huge number one thing is passport, passport, passport. If you were going to leave the United States, well, I want to make sure that we have all of that stuff lined up and ready to go. And I don't want them to have to stress about it. I don't want to have to stress about it. But then, then, then my next tip then would just be to, if you were going to contact a travel agent, which of course we encourage you to do so, but if you're going to do that, then then turn it over to your travel agent. Let the planning go to them. Just let your travel agent handle all of this, just like you would if it is your wedding planner. This person's going to have your best interests at heart. They are going to look for everything. They're going to have everything lined up and it will be one less thing that you really do have to worry about. So really utilize your travel agent. Let them do all the planning. Let them contact you with any details that you might need to be notified about, but just turn it over to them and utilize that travel agent so you have one less thing to worry about. Yes. And I think both Leslie and I could go on probably all day with tips and tricks when it comes to honeymoon (laughs) planning. But just beyond that, obviously, if you have questions, feel free to contact us because both her and I really love doing this. We value this special vacation for you guys a ton. So with that being said, let's move into then to our slice of life. And we're going to share a little bit about our honeymoons. So I got married, oh gosh, back in 2016. (laughs) Why was that hard to think of? (laughs) So it was five years ago this past March and my husband and I um, honeymooned in Jamaica at Secrets Wild Orchid in Montego Bay. And we did a full week and I actually was really upset that we couldn't leave the day after our wedding because I had that mindset that I wanted yes. to. But because of his work schedule, we actually had to wait a week. And looking back, it was the best week ever because I got all of our wedding invites done that week. Or not wedding invites. Oh, gosh. All of our wedding thank you notes. So I got them all done in that week. And then we left on our honeymoon. And it was like we were done. So I love that resort a ton. It was super nice because it's a quick 15-minute drive. Mm-hmm. from the airport. The Secrets brand in general is a phenomenal, just luxury brand, yes. which is really nice. We love the swim-up bar. I think that's our favorite thing. We did two excursions while we were there that actually our friends were able to pay for for us, which was really cool as a wedding nice. gift. We did trip over to Dunn's River Falls, which is a super popular 
destination excursion in Jamaica. And then we also did a catamaran uh, snorkel tour. So yeah. it was a phenomenal time. Loved it a lot. What about you? Where did you go? All right. So I have also done the Dense River Falls, but we nice. went to Cancun for our honeymoon. And so we stayed at the Moon Palace. And let me just say, though, wherever you go for your honeymoon, whatever resort you stay at, I think it holds a special place in your heart. Like yes. that is forever, like your favorite place. So I feel that way about the Moon Palace and the Palace Resorts in Cancun. One of the awesome things about that is that if you stay at one, you can travel to the others for free. So the Moon Palace is a part of the Palace Resorts, so we could travel to all of them. So it was awesome. But we just really enjoyed. We had a beautiful suite with an ocean view, and it was just breathtaking. We did several different excursions while we were there. Pretty much almost every day we did something. But wow. um, we we got married in 2002. So it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a little, it's been a little bit, about 19 years almost. So have you done an anniversary trip back there yet? Or are you planning one? Not yet. We are planning one. Yes. But we, nice. I, we're typically the type of people though, that we want to go and see other places before yeah. we return. But we, we still have that on our list and it's on our mind to go back. But, you know, we just loved it. We went to the Chichen Itza. We went to, oh goodness, I can't even remember all the places. We did go <laughs> snorkeling. We took a catamaran cruise to, I think it's Lomo Harris maybe. And, snorkeled there. But you know, like when we got to go, we actually got to climb up the Chichen Itza and come down. So wow. that is no longer mm -hmm. a thing that you can do. But that was pretty cool that we can sit back and say, hey, yeah. we got to go up that. And it's now like one of the seven wonders of the world. So anyway, that's just really cool. We did get to go and do that. And we just really enjoyed it. You know, when you get married, you just have so much, I don't know, it's just such an exciting it's time. It's just blissful. Like it's it just, is. It's something it is. I tell all of my girls who contact me when they're in that for like the season of being engaged. I don't know what it is about the engagement season that it's just, it, it was, I loved it so much. It was such a special yes. time. And Nick and I is just like relationship of knowing where we're headed. And it was just so exciting. Mm -hmm. And once you're finally married again, it's just like, oh my gosh, we did it. Like this yes. is, this is forever. We get to spend mm -hmm. and like having that vacation to kick it off. It's, it's just mm -hmm. so it's, you know, there's just nothing better. So oh, I love absolutely. it a lot. All right. So that wraps up our combo for today. We are going to end it with our crushed it section. This is actually a really cool product. This is actually a company called Del Sol. And I'm specifically highlighting this is for all our ladies out there. Color changing nail polish. This is actually something my mom got for me as like a little gift bag in my honeymoon bag. And when you paint your nails, when you're inside, it's one color. But when you get out into the sun, it changes to a different yeah. color. And they have a lot of products, sunglasses, beach bags, all those different things that brighten up when you're out in the sun on your tropical honeymoon getaway. So I would give it, I actually am going to give it a solid four pineapple rings for the fact of after, I think about a year or so, the nail polish no longer changed colors, but that's probably because <laughs> it was a year old. So that's, that's you know, expected. But yeah. thank you so much for joining us today as we discussed all of our honeymoon travel ins and outs. You can find all of our Pineapple Escapes agents on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com. And our site includes a link to all of our travel tidbits episodes, plus information about all of our agents and links for our social media. We'd love to have you join our community. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode of the Travel Tidbits podcast hosted by Pineapple Escapes. Travel makes life sweeter. Let the experts help you plan a vacation with lasting memories. We'd love to help you plan your next vacation and have you join our community. 
You can find us on the web at www.pineappleescapes.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Pineapple Escapes. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM. Women's voices amplified.